Welcome to the Small Baller Podcast. I'm Trevor Reddick, and as always, I'm joined by a man who you do not want to mess with when it comes to Nerf basketball, <laughs> Brandon Siegel. <laughs> How you doing, Trevor? How you I'm, doing? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm, I'm doing fantastic now, now that I just got yeah. hyped up in Nerf basketball. <laughs> tell, me, tell me what's more of a small baller thing than getting hyped up in Nerf basketball. That's, nothing. That, and, <laughs> really and, nothing. And I, and I just had to point that out because obviously we see um, your Nerf basketball hoop. Right. We, did, we, nailed, right it, we nailed it up today. Yeah, my, my parents yeah. came up this week and my grandfather came, nailed it up there. Um, so we're probably going to get fined, but that's okay because it's awesome. You <laughs> yeah, had a good weekend? It's definitely cool. Yeah, I had a good weekend, yeah. Yeah. For sure. Work a lot? No. Well, I didn't work at KFC, um, I worked with football yesterday, right, junior right. day. More sports, a, of course. It was a very nice day outside. You know, had some recruits, got to have some good conversations good. with a few of them. Good. It was just a great day all around. So, right. yeah, um, today I just want to, first of all, introduce some of the things we're going to go over. We're going to get into talking about my favorite athlete of all time, Dwayne Wade, and his retirement, his legacy. Um, maybe even get into... Um, a little bit of cult. Well, we're going to get in college basketball. Talk about the final four games: Virginia, Auburn, Michigan, Texas Tech, and the national championship setting up between Virginia and Texas Tech. Also, kind of a nice little tidbit: we have two new little segments today. Yes, we do. I'm very excited. I seriously like both of these a lot. I think you guys will like them too. So let's start off with a small, some small talk here. First topic I got: John Calipari. Uh, the head coach of Kentucky basketball, one of the best schools you go to for college basketball. It's a blue blood. Uh, he signed a rather lucrative contract. It is a lifetime deal. We, we don't know the dollar amount, but I'm guessing it's an astonishing large amount. Um, it's after UCLA offered him a six-year, $48 million contract. Cal Perry said on uh, one of the radio stations how he gets this type of stuff every year, whether he's lying or not. Um, this is still, you know, great for him and great for Kentucky. What are your thoughts on Cal Perry signing this enormous contract? Um, I think the first one, I the first thing I want to point out is the UCLA offer is just laughable. Honestly, it is. I have no like. <laughs> I thought he would get. I mean, wh- like for example, like uh, Coach K gets like what? Isn't it like seven and a half or eight mil? I it's definitely way more than what he gets this, now. This was this was what eight eight million dollars. I was like, well, yeah. This is a. I couldn't even believe that mm-hmm. that was the deal. I was like, why aren't you offering over $10 million? Right. Making no sense. Because the thing is, Coach Cal is already making more than right. six yeah, years, 48 million. I think he's $9 million, right? At Kentucky. He's already making more than $8 million per year. Yeah, $9.2 so, million this year. So it would make no sense for him to go to a lesser program in right. UCLA and, and make less. I, it just doesn't make sense. But a lifetime deal for Coach Calipari. He's been amazing at Kentucky. So obviously, um, th- I think this makes sense. Kentucky definitely should want him there. Yeah, I feel the same. That This is something I think really should have been done a little while ago. I know he hasn't been there super, super long, like not even close to as long as you know, Coach K and Roy Williams. But to me, this is kind of a simple thing, kind of something that should have happened already. On to our next topic, another contract. Uh, Stephen A. Smith uh, was given a offer, it seems like. I don't think it's necessarily been accepted, but there's been reports about him getting roughly 8 to $10 million per year from ESPN. His contract is up in 2021. And he makes currently around $5 million. Personally, how I feel about this, I, I think this is a really good like, – I think this is a great thing ESPN is doing. Stephen Smith is, in my opinion, one of the biggest people in sports TV. I mean, he's – like, think about it. Like, Skip Bayless a couple years ago, people, like, always talk about how stupid the stuff he said. It's, it's semi-similar to Stephen A. Smith where, you know, he messes up sometimes, like, completely wrong. But nevertheless, people love his, like, outbursts and his huge words that make no sense. So, in my opinion, ESPN killed this one. You know, both of these contracts, I think they got them right. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I used to be, and I still like Steve Naismith, but I used to be a huge fan of him. He was my favorite sportscaster mm-hmm. when uh, Skip was still in first take with him. And um, obviously I loved him. He was very entertaining. And I think Stephen A. definitely deserves this because you have to think about how many different things he does for ESPN. He does do a lot. Like, he has, like, four – and I saw, like, a comment that says, like, Stephen A. Smith, he better be getting $10 million. He's, like, four shows and, like, 13 he's guest a, I think appearances. he has a podcast too, right? Is yeah. He on yeah. yeah, he's a podcast. Uh, so he, he does an enormous amount. Again, ESPN killed this deal. I'm, I'm very all right with it. On to our next small talk topic. The uh, New York Jets got uh, some new uniforms they introduced. Uh, and they're, they're a something – there is something. What would you if if you took out something there? What would you put in? Um, <laughs> I, I think I would just take out everything and <laughs> <laughs> replace it with uh, <laughs> replace it with better everything. I mean, I think they were going for kind of a new school like vibe to it, but I'm just not feeling any of it. You know, you got like the New York and like, I mean, I, I don't hate the font, but I just I don't think it works. They got like these little stripes on the uh, shoulder pads. Looks pretty generic to me, so I'm not a fan. Yeah, you know, one thing interesting, my roommate actually told me this, like, right when we first saw him. He was like, the Jets had good uniforms. Like, I understand. I agree with him. Like, the, the Jets had pretty good uniforms. It, it's not like they were horrible. Like, you know, I, I mean, there's not every – most of the NFL uniforms are fine, and all of them are pretty good. But to me, these look like, like Marshall's old uniforms. So, I don't know. So, I don't understand the whole concept. I, I mean, they're like – like, their slogan with it was, like, take flight. So, I'm guessing it's supposed to look sleek. But to me, I don't know. They, it sucks. It was terrible. Yep. Complete L, in my opinion. Um, so that's going to kind of wrap up our main small talk topics today. But we're going to kind of do a little continuation with a slightly new topic. Um, and we're going to call it small talk trivia. So here's how it's going to kind of go. Trevor and I are going to prepare one question for each other. Uh, and after each episode, if one of us gets it right or wrong, we're going to keep a scoreboard. And, you know, we'll just kind of keep it going and to see who, you know, can accumulate more points. So this will kind of happen every episode. Um, even if you guys want to offer some questions, maybe we can offer, you know, have them offer questions. We can Absolutely. Kind of answer, I love uh, that. See what the answers are. But for today, we both have prepared one question. Um, and I'll, I'll go first. I'll ask my question first, okay? All right. So Michael Jordan. This one is about Michael Jordan, actually. Uh, do you know what pick? This isn't my, the actual question, but do you know what pick Michael Jordan was taken with? The second pick. He was not the second. He was the oh, third, pick. third pick. Third pick. Bad. That yeah, wasn't the question. Though. That wasn't the question. Okay, you're right. My question is: What are the two teams that passed on the second greatest player of all time? The two teams that passed on him. Yes. Okay, so the Houston Rockets, correct? Is yeah. Right? Do you, are is you asking one? me like, is that one of them? Like, Houston do you Rockets. Want to insert. Is that a the, final answer? The Houston answer? Rockets are you is the buzzer? one of yes. Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets is correct. Okay. That is one. They of took Hakeem. That's the one that I I I knew. Hakeem I knew Olajuwon. that one. I did not. Yes, remember the I know one. that one. Okay, so the second one. Okay, so yeah, Hakeem with the first pick. Uh, now it's. It's tough. I think. Uh, can I can I like ask like I think I know who the second pick might be. Um, can I'll I, give like, you a question for this one. I I feel like this is like, hard. I knew I wasn't gonna get this right. if it was asked me. So I. You can you can ask one question. Is was the second pick Len Bias? Is that who um, the team took? Was it Len Bias? I don't know if it says it there. It is not. Okay, I think I'm just uh, gonna shoot in the dark okay. with this one. Um, second pick. Let's see who's bad in like '84. '84. Um, that would have been I think. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, we'll go with the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets um, is that's incorrect. Wrong. You went one okay. for one, though. which um, That's the one I knew. I wasn't <laughs> right. going to get the second one. It is right. the uh, Portland Trailblazers. They okay. took Sam Bowie. Oh, right. Um, so, interesting. I, I thought that was a good question. Would you, yeah. Give me an A on that question. 
Yeah, like it was a tough one. question. It was pretty tough. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. I didn't want to like you know make it too tough, but I, I wanted to I wanted to get there. All right, I'm ready for your question. Okay. So as you know, Zion Williamson has just won the Naismith Player of the Year right. award. Oh, I know the answer already. I know what you're gonna ask. Me. <laughs> Who are the other two freshmen <laughs> to have won this award? Okay. Luckily, I know this answer. Oh well, I'm trying to think. I know one's Kevin Durant. I literally saw yes. this today. Like one is Kevin yes. Durant, and the other one is. Um, they're in the NBA now. I know that. Yeah, you they said, are, you, said you knew it. Because I literally just saw this. I'm really upset. It's on the tip of my tongue. It is... I'm going to go with... Dang, I don't remember. Should I just tell you? No, I'm, 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 I'm going I'm to guess. <laughs> I'm going to guess... I'm gonna guess Russell Westbrook. No. Oh God. It was not Russell Westbrook. You said you knew it. No, it was Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis. Oh, I knew that. <laughs> it's funny because I literally Davis. saw this like four times today. Like, yeah. Was on ESPN or whatever. Oh, but that's a good question. That was a good yep. question. Yep. So zeros on the board. Yeah. Honestly, your question was easier, and I should have gotten right. <laughs> I, I yeah, yeah. Both of us got to show this. This is a bad start, but hopefully right. to a good segment. Comment below if you like that segment, but. Um, we're actually going to introduce one more new segment, which I'm super excited about. I think this is a really good idea. This was a fan-submitted idea from one of my best friends, Josh. Thank you so much for submitting this idea. I loved it. Trevor loves it. And I'm, I'm looking forward to continuing to do this. So along with trivia and this segment, which I'm about to introduce, we're going to do this every single week. So please comment ideas um, for this next segment. It's going to be called Randomly Ranked. So basically how it's going to go is we're going to take one super random topic, just super random, and we're going to rank it. It's top three, top five, top ten, top whatever. Um, so this week, what we came up with is top three types of donuts. So, you know, some, you know, glaze, strawberry, you know, whatever it is, whatever weird type of donut it is. Uh, so that's going to be this week's ranker. Well, what do you have as your top three? All right. So my number one. Well, go backwards. Or better. should I be three? Yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I like that better. You're right. All right. So for no, uh, number three, I have Boston cream donuts. Okay. Um, and specifically, I, I like the ones from Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. The Boston right. Cream Donuts from Dunkin' Donuts. So that's my number three. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a solid one. Um, Without a so doubt. So then number two, I'm going to go with double chocolate. Also from Dunkin' Donuts. I love Dunkin' Donuts so much. So I'm going to go with double chocolate. I, I, Please sponsor I us, Dunkin'. <laughs> I ate double chocolate donuts since I was like six or seven years old. So I'm going with double chocolate. Age. And number one. I'm excited. Number one donut. Nothing too, like, crazy here. Kind of simple. Kind of a basic. But I'm going with a strawberry donut. Strawberry okay. uh, frosted donut mm. from Dunkin' Donuts. All right. That's my favorite. So, there's a couple comments here. Sadly, your number one lacks the most important ingredient in dessert. Honestly, in my opinion, the only ingredient that is needed, and that is chocolate. <laughs> but overall, pretty solid. I'm a little bit more all over the place. Don't look over here. <laughs> number three. I have the cookie dough donut from Dunkin' Donuts. This it's seasonal. It doesn't always. It's not it always in. Okay. If you've had it, you know, you know, you know what's happening. It's that good. donut is I, phenomenal. I think I've had it before. So that, that's kind of like my tier two. Now the next two donuts are close. There is a clear winner, but they're close. They're kind of on tier one. My number two donut, and again, it's a donut where if you know, you know. All, all three of them are. If you if know, you know, you know. Number two donut is the brownie batter donut for Valentine's Day from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> That donut, that middle, it's like a Boston cream, but it's brownie right. batter in the middle. It's, it's uh-huh. this phenomenal. Like, so good. But the number one donut, and again, you know if you know, because this donut is that good. 
Anyone that goes to Ohio State or has been to Ohio State has heard of a place called Buckeye Donuts. And this donut is phenomenal. Their specialty is called the Buckeye. And it's literally a donut like a Buckeye. It's a, like, I'm, I've only been there once. And I, I, if, it, it's crazy how great that donut was. It was just so fabulous. I highly recommend anyone visiting there. It's, it's, it's just so good. It, it's okay. big. Like, it's a big donut. So, so tell me about this. Is it like... Is it like the frostings, like the chocolate and the peanut butter of like a Buckeye? Or like how is it – so what is this donut like? I'm, I'm probably going to but, butcher it because it was a little while ago. But the – they have like – the way like the cream is inside in the frosting, both of them are like blended of like peanut butter and chocolate okay. essentially. And it's just yeah. so good. And it's huge. Sounds and they good. use like actual peanut butter like you can tell. So phenomenal donut. Got so. it. You got to try one. You got to try one. I I do. Alrighty, well that's gonna kind of conclude our uh, small talk and our randomly ranked. Please comment if you like that segment or ideas for randomly yep. ranked. We'd love to hear your ideas. Absolutely. Um, but on to our main topics. One, I think you you've been you've been excited to talk about, haven't you? Yep. You've been excited. You want to introduce? Yes. Me? Yes. So our first main topic, we're gonna talk about my favorite athlete of all time, as I already kind of mentioned, Dwayne Wade. Um, he's retiring this year. He's been on his farewell tour. Um, he's done the jersey swap. Um, and I think he's had a pretty decent year, you know, a lot of people saying, you know, give it another year, Dwayne Wade. But um, I'm just going to run through some of these um, accolades real quick. So Dwayne Wade in the 06 finals averaged 34.7 points per game, 7.8 rebounds, 3.8 assists and 2.7 steals in that finals. One of the greatest finals performances ever. Um, he's a 13 time all star, three time NBA champion, three time all defensive team. 09 scoring title, eight-time All-NBA, and of course, like I said, he was the 06 Finals MVP. Um, in Game 6 of the NBA Finals, to win it, he had 36 points, 10 rebounds, 12 assists, a triple-double, also four steals, three blocks, one of the best shot-blocking guards in the NBA history. Um, you know, with my favorite athlete of all time, Dwayne Wade, it's going to be uh, tough. It's, it's unfortunate that he's retiring. Um, not going to know what to do with myself no i'm just kidding i'll i'll be fine but uh i'm not i'm not gonna know who to root for but yeah um i just thank d wade for all he's done obviously um it's looking a little bit like the heat aren't gonna make the playoffs now they've lost like five straight now so might only have two games left tuesday against the sixers wednesday against the Nets. someone try to catch those games but yeah that's all i got to say so kind of kind of the we, and we were discussing this uh yesterday a little bit but you know you I, obviously, maybe your bias is showing a little bit, but you were saying how you think Dwayne Wade is a, a top 30 player. He's for sure top 30. So, no question. The, I, I kind of want to debate this a little bit because I don't think he's really even that close to top 30. Wow. And let me explain. I mean, if you look at him just statistically, okay, you go look at Dwayne Wade's stats. I, I'm not denying Dwayne Wade's been a great player, but top 30, that's, that's a little much. He had only a couple seasons there where he averaged above 25. Let me count. One, two, three, four, five seasons. Obviously, that's in his prime, and that is a lot of seasons. I like that. It's great. And one thing we discussed is if you think he has a better uh, legacy right now than Steph Curry. Right. So before we discuss it, let's quickly define like what we say legacy is, and this is what we were kind of discussing yesterday. In my opinion, and you know, you guys comment, say you know, if you agree with us or whatever it is, Legacy is your accolades, what, what you have done. It's not, you know, looking at them and being, I think this player is better than this player by, based on how I'm watching them. It is, it, you know, when you go to the Hall of Fame, you can't, you don't look at their, their plaque and say, watch a clip of how good of defense they played. You don't. They're, your accolades mm -hmm. are what, what you've done, what you can write down on a piece of paper. 
So compared to Steph Curry, I don't think they're overly different already. And Steph Curry's still in his prime at 31, where Dwayne Wade was exiting his prime at 30. Now, obviously, you know, Steph Curry being in his prime at 31 is kind of crazy. That's kind of, you know, he's still technically by age inching out. But they have very similar type of accolade, accolades. And, I mean, Steph Curry's had more scoring titles. You kept on saying yesterday the one thing is about the finals MVP. So talk a little bit about why you think his legacy is better than Steph Curry's like already. And I'm, yeah. I'm not saying Steph Curry at the end of his career. I'm saying Steph Curry right now. Like I think he's better than – I think Steph Curry is, has a better legacy right now. Right. So, so first of all, you're wrong. But um, so the legacy – to me it kind of seems like you're almost like putting it in a box. And I don't even want to say legacy. I just want to say like – like straight up like who are the best players in the history of the NBA regarding like statistically watching them um their accolades like it's all together and to me when you look at the statistics when you watch them play um you can take the regular season numbers which Dwayne Wade does have very good regular season numbers and then the playoffs which I hold more weight because that's when you're on the biggest stage so Dwayne Wade on the biggest stage is one of the best um, players in history of the NBA. He had one of the greatest finals performances ever, top three. I think the only players that have ever had a better finals performance than him were MJ and LeBron, and those are the two best players ever. Um, besides them, he's had, obviously, one of the greatest finals performances. Now, when we look at – I don't want to make this a Steph D-Wade debate, but if we just compare them real quick, um, Steph and Curry has never won a finals MVP. Um, if you if you really watch the 2015 finals, he was not good in it. That's why they gave it to Andre Iguodala. Um, because of his defense performance against LeBron. But he was not good in that finals. He was not good in any of the other ones, really. And he didn't really show up um, for the finals to the level he should have. Whereas Dwayne Wade, he was the best player by far on the court in 06. And I believe in 2011 as well, even though they lost to the Mavericks, he was the best player for a lot of that series until Dirk really kicked it in for those last games. And if LeBron would have shown up a little bit more, they would have had another title where D-Wade would have gotten his second finals MVP in 2011. Yeah, so I think you're waiting way too much on the finals MVP. Are we, I mean, so what, the finals MVP is <clears throat> the best player on, on the team? Yeah, it's the best player. So Andre Iguodala yeah. is the best player on the Warriors? no, no. no. No, no, so it's the best performance. Now, best performance I, is a different now, story than the best argument. player. Okay, so I, I get Finals MVP is an irrelevant award. No, it's not. Incredibly it's not irrelevant. irrelevant. It's not irrelevant. Andre Iguodala has a Finals MVP and Steph Curry doesn't. I get it. Who's better? No, I get it. Don't, don't, but, I want you, if you could really put a number on how good Andre Iguodala is and then multiply it by three, it still wouldn't be as good as Steph Curry's. Right. And obviously that's like an arbitrary number that you know we can't really deter. But my point is, is that you're debating the fact that since he won a Finals MVP, then it's kind of a you know it kind of throws out the argument. No. And while yes, you know I'm not disagreeing. He had a fantastic you know fi- uh, Finals run. Uh, the one what did you say was uh, 06. Uh, uh, 06. That's great. I mean that's fantastic. But as a whole, Steph Curry is a better player than Dwayne Wade is. Not just now, just now, ever. No. Even if you look at regular season numbers. Um, Stephen Curry only has really had like four great years. He did. He wasn't really great until like the 2014-15 season. Um, his first three or four years in his career, I think he averaged like below 20s, below 20 a game his first couple seasons. Dwayne Wade was already one of the top five players in the league in his third NBA season. 06, he averaged 27.2 points per game. He was already one of the best players in the NBA. 
He was one of the best five players in the league from 06 all the way until 2011. So that's like six years now, minus the injury year, so like five years of sustained greatness where he's one of the top five players in the NBA. Steph has only been there for three, maybe four years. Now, while that you know might be a thing, why, why is that a thing? You know, let's, let's ask ourselves that. Steph Curry came out of college, and they both came out late. Dwayne Lewis was 22 when he came into the NBA. Mm-hmm. He, was a, he was built. He was a man. That's why it took him less time. Steph Curry was younger, and he got injured twice. His third season, he only played in 26 total games and started 23. Mm-hmm. After his injury season, he averaged 23 points a game, and he was seventh in scoring in the NBA that year. Well, he averaged in his injury season 14.7 points But he only played game. 23. D-Wade had an injury in then, season two. He averaged about, about 24 this. per game. After that season, so he averaged that year 11.4 shots. And then the year after that, he averaged 17.8. He took on a bigger role. Once he started contributing in the way that a star contributes, he blossomed. Literally, from that year, I don't know why you say it's four or five years. Literally, <clears> from 2012-2013 to now, he's been top ten in scoring. No, no. See, Dwayne Wade... Dwayne Wade only had that for a couple years. You can't take five away years. and say... Because that's Steph's fault that he wasn't the the number one option on his team. Dwayne Wade was the number one option on his team. Like, his really, his first year, his rookie year, he was already the number one option. They had Shaq, but Dwayne Wade was already the number one option on his team, and he was the number one option on his team or for up until LeBron got there. So for really about eight years, he was the number one option. Steph, it, it took him a little bit longer. And Okay, so let's, let's say this. Let's say even if, you know, we go on the argument that it took him longer, okay? Right now... Steph has five All-NBA teams. Okay, he'll yep. be six this year. Dwayne Wade has eight. Dwayne Wade has eight, and Dwayne Wade is six years older. So Steph is bound to have more. I think I can go off a limb and say that. He has three NBA championships right now. I, it might be more of a limb. They're probably going to win this year. So mm-hmm. hypothetically, you know, here, you know, They've they're going to win more. Okay? On top of that, he's a six-time All-Star. Dwayne Wade is a 13-time All-Star. Yes. That's okay. more than double. You would reckon that those would be about close towards the end, roughly. Um, Steph's 31. I mean, I mean, it could be. And again, like, like you're, if you say, like, the future, like, Steph's going to be better than Dwayne by the end of his career, if that's the argument, then, like, maybe I'll buy it. But now it's not even close. Like, for you to say already Steph's better than Dwayne Wade, I think it's pretty ridiculous. Like, so think about it. What, what did we say that Dwayne Wade had, what, was it four years averaging above 25 a game? And the thing is, is he's... He, he's a great defender, don't get me wrong, but he, he's, he's a scorer. He's not a good three-point shooter. He's not an efficient scorer as a whole. Um, earlier in his career, he was much more efficient. And in total, his longevity, I mean, he, he hasn't really been super effective in like five years. And obviously, he's old, and that's kind of more of a longevity argument. But despite that, I mean, he, he's, been, he hasn't, he's been so out of it for so many years. I mean, you look at a guy like LeBron, who's 34, and obviously, it's, it, we're comparing, that, that's a completely different thing. LeBron's going to be averaging 25-plus until the end of his career, like, that's just what it's going to be. Uh, but at the end of the day, it is what it is. And, uh, I mean, Dwayne Wade is an amazing player. Uh, I think we can both agree on that. Absolutely. On to our final subject here, final topic, college basketball, the final four. Uh, recap the games, uh, our little thoughts behind it. Uh, the first game was Virginia versus Auburn. Virginia was on top, 63-62. Uh, this was really a phenomenal game. Uh, we had the controversial call at the end there uh, where – uh, he dribbled it off the back of his foot, you know, going up the court with only six, seven seconds on the clock, whatever it was. Um, it ended up being a double dribble, which is, I didn't even know that. Yep, news to me. I didn't even know that it was a double dribble, but that was the rule, so. It, it's, I mean, that would have completely changed the game. 
but to me, I was confused how this game was really even close. Uh, Virginia shot from the field 49% versus Auburn's 38. From three, Virginia had 30, almost 37%, where Virginia, or Auburn had 29. So I thought the turnovers would be like crazy different, but Auburn had five turnovers, UVA had eight. So to me, it's so confusing how this game was close. I mean, it shot, it shot so much better than Auburn. Right, and it's weird, and I'm I'm looking at the box score, and I'm not even sure how this happened either. Um, but really, I think both of these teams played amazing defense in the first half. Um, neither team was really doing anything amazing uh, offensively. Auburn, there was one point they started gunning, taking a couple threes. Virginia took control for a while, and they were up 10 at one point, 57-47. And then Auburn kind of made a run. They took the lead, and then Kyle Guy... He's Woo. on. He's out for revenge after the UMBC loss. He's out last for his year. wedding gifts. Yeah, out for the wedding gifts. <laughs> exactly. And he hit a very tough shot in the corner, um, contested three, and then on the last play after the Ty Jerome play where he double dribbled, um, they get a Kyle guy another three in the other corner. He gets fouled, goes to the line, makes three free throws, mm-hmm. and they win the game. Mm-hmm. I want to put on. I'm, I'm a horrible free throw shooter. There is no way I'd hit even rim on any of those three shots. I'd be so nervous. Kyle Guy, in my opinion, he, he hits a draft board or two. Like, he has to be have some interest. He's such a good shooter, and I, I think right. his, his game flows well on both sides of the court. I can see it. Um, but on to the next game, we have the Michigan State-Texas Tech game, which was, I mean, an amazing turnout for me. I, I'm super happy with it. <laughs> Texas Tech won by 10, 61-51 over uh, the garbage Spartans. Uh Cash Winston kind of got put in check, went 4 for 16 from the field, uh, 16 points. Texas Tech shot. What? It was an off night. Yeah, yeah, off night for him. Texas Tech shot 43% to Michigan State's 32. Uh, from three, they shot 39%. Texas Tech versus Michigan State's 29.2. This was, I mean, it shows Texas Tech is an elite defensive team. I mean, they stopped Michigan State. Cash Winston hasn't been stopped by anyone. No. Even Michigan, Michigan has great D, and they, they couldn't stop Cash Winston. This to me, really showed that they can play with anyone. Yeah, Cash Winston was reduced back to Cassius Winston. Texas Tech, they play <laughs> relentless defense. It's amazing. To me, they've been the best tur- team in this tournament. Um, they've played amazing. None of their games have been close besides the Gonzaga game, where Gonzaga, at the time, they were looking like the best team in the tournament, and then Texas Tech played them, and Texas Tech really looked like the better team for the majority of that game. Um, they beat Michigan pretty handily, and then again, they beat Michigan State pretty handily. So just amazing effort by Texas Tech. Matt Mooney. I want to talk about this guy. This guy's something. Matt Mooney, he's a something. He's a something for sure. 22 points, 8 for 16. He's – I like him. I think yes. he proved that he deserves, you know, at least a G League consideration. Yeah. You know, to me, his game is more complete. It showed that he had a complete game not only defensively, but, you know, he has the offensive skill set. Um, <clears throat> from both ends of the offensive floor, whether it's two pointers or three pointers, I I like Matt Moody. I think Texas Tech has some good players. They got a couple boys on their team who can really play. Yeah, they got um, Moretti from Italy. They got Matt Mooney, and obviously the lottery pick Jared Culver. He didn't play so hot in this game, but Matt Mooney really picked it up for him. You know, he hit a couple step back threes, just like thirty footers. It was like insane. I'm like, how is this guy making these shots? Kind of remind me a little bit of like Dante Divincenzo last year. Some of the things he did in the Final Four. And, you know, Texas Tech, if they were to win it against Virginia, I think Matt Mooney's probably the front runner for the most outstanding player. Yeah, I mean, I, I've been incredibly impressed with Texas Tech. They really have a solid team. So let's kind of transition on over to the championship game. 
We have Virginia against Texas Tech, two defensive powerhouses. Both average below 60 points uh, from opponents per game. This is going to be a battle. Battle of the ages. Absolutely. The thing I'm most looking forward to is the matchup between the two lottery picks, DeAndre Hunter and Jarrett Culver. They're both similar players. They play very good defense, Mm -hmm. um, just solid all-around players, best players on their team. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think Texas Tech is the better team right now. Obviously, Mm -hmm. in the regular season, Virginia was. But now, in the NCAA tournament, I think Texas Tech's been looking like the better team. Um, When it comes down to it, my prediction, this is me – I'm going to give my prediction is Virginia is going to pull it out. They'll find a way. It's destiny, God's plan, Virginia. Uh, however it's going to happen, Kyle Guy 3, uh, DeAndre Hunter, you know, making a big play. It's going to happen. Virginia's going to win. Yeah, two, two things here. Jared Culver, I think, could boost into the top five if he has a really good game against DeAndre Hunter. DeAndre Hunter is a premier defender. Like, I mean, fabulous defender. Like, put in the NBA today would be an amazing defender. So I think he has the possibility of shooting up. And I'm, I mean shooting up in the top five. You know, right now he's probably top ten, maybe like top eight. It's kind of borderline there. Uh, I think I'm also going to go with Virginia, but it's a close one. Very close. I'm going to say 64 to 61, Virginia. So that's going to kind of wrap up the podcast today, guys. Uh, thank you so much for listening. We really, really appreciate all the support everyone's given. Um, all my good friends, all of Trevor's friends who have helped us out, given us feedback. We love all you guys. Please uh, give us a nice five-star rating or a like on whatever you're listening to. If you're on Apple or any other streaming service, whether it's Google Play, TuneIn, um, even our own hosting website, please subscribe to us. We really appreciate it. It does help. Uh, please follow us on Twitter, both my Twitter and Trevor's and the Small Baller Podcast Twitter. Uh, another thing we really, really do appreciate, you'll get updates from us. Um, when you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, it will not annoy you. I promise only one notification of episodes come out. Um, but yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll see you next week. Go Falcons.